Hello and welcome to another teaching from 119 Ministries. Our ministry believes that the whole Bible is still true and directly related to our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Matthew 22. In one of them, a lawyer asked him a question, testing him, and saying, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Jesus, or his Hebrew name Yeshua, said to him, You shall love Yahweh your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. Do you love God? This might sound like an odd question, because don't we all love God? Perhaps. But how are we answering this question? Are we answering this question using biblical terms of love or our own definitions of love? That matters, right? So what definition are we using? We often state with our lips how much we love God. But is there really more to it than how we might simply define love? We would submit that all too often we have focused so much on God's love for us and His grace that we forget sometimes on how to love Him back. We would even go as far to say that so many are stuck on grace, His love for us, that seeking out loving God is pushed to the background at best. This is not how it's supposed to be. We love Him because He first loved us. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? So because of His grace and His love for us, it should really cause us to desire to love Him back. And this begs the question, how do we love God with all of our heart, soul, and mind? This is the number one commandment. Shame on us if we cannot get the number one commandment correct. So how do we love Him? Is there a practical answer to the question? Are we all left with self-determining philosophical definitions of love? So how much does God play a role in answering how He wants to be loved? If you ask someone at any typical church if they love God, the chances are they would say yes. That would be the expected response. After all, how many would claim to believe in God and not love Him? You've probably heard it said that the best way to interpret the Bible is through the Bible itself. So in order to better understand what our Lord's definition of love is, let's look at seven verses of Scripture written by the Apostle John, the first four of which are Yeshua, or Jesus, speaking. John 14, 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. John 14, 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. John 14, 23 through 24. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. John 15, 10. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. 1 John chapter 2, verses 4-5 through five. He who says, I know him, 
and does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. 1 John 5.3 For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. 2 John 1.6 This is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment that you have heard from the beginning. You should walk in it. It should now be obvious that loving God is defined by keeping God's commandments. This simply strips away all philosophical or self-determining definitions. When we intentionally disobey or ignore His word, we are showing that we in fact do not love Him regardless of the loving things we might say about Him or to Him in public or in private. It is our obedience to His word that reveals our love for Him. It is not about our loving words, good intentions, or good deeds. Why do you think Yeshua said this to the Pharisees? These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. What would you think if your husband or your wife told you and everyone else that they loved you, but always ignored you or did whatever they wanted to do day after day without considering your wishes? What if they simply did whatever was right in their own eyes based on how they decided they should love you? Their profession of love wouldn't mean much, would it? You'd know that they were either lying or that they really did not know what the word love means. 1 John chapter 2, 4-5 He who says, I know him, and does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. So it is the very same when we tell Jesus how much we love him while ignoring or disobeying his word to do whatever we want to do instead. To make matters worse, Satan, or the adversary, has taken advantage of our biblical ignorance of love. It has almost become willful disobedience through overall confusion. It has formed a very unbiblical theology that persuades Christians through various movements, programs, and parachurch organizations that proclaiming and obeying God's commands is not love at all, but in fact, legalism. You might even hear pastors referring to God's commandments as a scary, unwarranted checklist of do's and don'ts. Instead, we are sometimes told we should focus on grace and His love for us. Sadly, though, by downplaying the commandments, we are in fact downplaying the love of God. 1 John 5.3 For this is the love of God, that we keep His commandments, and His commandments are not burdensome. Many times we have heard, don't focus so much on God's commandments, and just focus on grace. Perhaps you may now very well understand what they are actually saying, and likely without even realizing it. Think about it for a moment, just from a biblical perspective alone, what they are really actually saying. They are saying that we should not focus on loving God, but instead, focus on being loved by God. If you are married, imagine how your spouse would react to that. Grace is simply God's love for us, no debate. Keeping God's commandments is simply our love to Him and to others which we have already scripturally established. 
So perhaps the next time you hear someone tell you, don't focus so much on God's commandments. With all concern and seriousness, you can ask them, why should I not focus on loving God and loving others? Sadly, they are in effect saying with their lips, I only care about God loving me and not loving Him back. Surely no one wants to be saying such things. If you really want to love God, then keep God's commandments. I'm not saying it, the Bible is. Some actually praise God in their belief that God abolished His law. In reality, God defined His character and His own heart through the law that He gave us, yet some praise Him for abolishing it. It is the same image that we are to conform to. Following God's will is going after His own heart. Acts 13. And when He had removed Him, He raised up for them David as king, to whom also He gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart, who will do all my will. Are you interested in really knowing what it looks like to go after God's own heart? Do you want to also be after God's own heart? Then we would consider reading all of what David wrote in Psalm 119. It is a long chapter. In fact, it's the longest chapter in the whole Bible. It is completely dedicated to loving God through His law. Psalm 119 does not look like anything you have seen stream out of a pulpit all too often. Sadly, as a result, the church today is not likely to generate too many Davids. So if it is the greatest commandment to love God with all of our heart, soul, and mind, and loving God is actually defined by the Bible as keeping all of God's commandments, then perhaps there is only one thing left to say. Ecclesiastes 12 Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.